0: Welcome to the Be Unbound podcast. My name is Jonathan Brush, and I'm delighted to introduce you to the last session that we're going to share on the podcast that comes from our From High School to Higher Purpose virtual event. Uh, we've been profiling these segments and these sessions over the last several podcasts. So while you can go to our website, beunbound.us slash college choice, or follow that link in the show notes. You can also go back at this point and access all of the sessions uh, through the podcast itself. This will be the last session that we are profiling here on the podcast. So if you're joining us for the first time, you don't need to listen to these in order. You can listen to them in whatever order you would like. They're not chronological. Um, If you've been listening to us, I hope that you've enjoyed the sessions from that event. Uh, We've certainly enjoyed bringing these to you. Uh, The inspiration for this event was just the thought that all these questions we get asked again and again and again it might be nice to answer them all in one place uh do a virtual event about them and then share them in as many places as possible particularly in this year when things are pretty crazy uh everybody's trying to figure out what exactly to do and we thought we would share with you our experiences and our expertise such as it is that we've earned over the years in these issues and answering these questions. And for this last session, I talked to Jace Bauer about the keys to studying with excellence. I'll introduce Jace in the session and you will probably agree with me that he's an excellent person to be an expert here talk to us about studying. Uh, But in this session, we'll talk about is college really harder than high school? Uh, How important is your GPA, both your high school GPA and your college GPA? Uh, And what places in life will, will a college GPA Actually, matter, and I think you might be surprised by some of the answers there. Um, we'll talk then, not just in kind of studying, but we'll branch out a little bit and talk about what's it like to balance relationships in college. Uh, we're going to make a perhaps unusual argument about how you should manage extracurricular activities and the relationships that you have in college and how that relates to your studies and to the way that you study for your classes. And um, then uh, in conclusion, I'm going to offer some thoughts about the golden age of higher education and uh, when that is and what you should know about it. So hope this information is useful for you. Thanks for coming along for this journey through the From High School to Higher Purpose virtual event uh, material that we've been sharing here in the podcast. I hope this uh, has given you the Uh, perspective, the information, and the ability to ask questions that you need to make a great decision about whatever your higher education choice would be. And if you were in the process of making that higher education choice, please go to beunbound.us, check out our Ascend program. It's Unbound's unique life training program. It does you the opportunity to earn college credit it can lead to you earning a college degree but more importantly uh, it's a program that will help you learn the real life skills doing real life things that you need to have a really great life and so check that out go to the website where we can answer the questions about the program i would love to talk to you enrollment is open for our fall class through the spring and we're looking to um, talk to you and if you're interested in that program tell you about it so you can get enrolled for the fall now so enjoy this segment Welcome to the From High School to Higher Purpose virtual events by Unbound. We're really delighted that you're here. Uh, We just are excited about the opportunity to take some topics that we get a lot of questions about. People ask us about pretty much non-stop and constantly and uh, it's something we have a lot of experience in and so it's a it's an exciting chance for us to offer some perspective, uh, give you some content here that we think addresses things that a lot of you are asking questions about right now in a way that we hope is really helpful. And uh, we appreciate you giving us our time and hope that we will be helpful for you today. So my name is Jonathan Brush. I'm the president and CEO of Unbound. I'm joined by Jace Bauer, who is an Unbound graduate and also a content development specialist uh, for Unbound, which means if you read our blog or you see any of our content writing, there's a really great chance that Jace is the expert behind creating and crafting that content. Uh, welcome, Jace.
1: Thank you, Jonathan.
0: So Jace has a bit of a unique story that I'm going to brag on a little bit here. Uh, Jace uh, entered uh, the Unbound program Uh probably more years ago than maybe either one of us are <laughs> thinking about right now, um, and did it while he was still in high school. And one of the things that I always thought was unique was that I actually was at the ceremony where Jace completed his college degree. Uh, that was in a, a place in Texas. And then he left that event a little bit early because he needed to go home in order to then receive his high school graduation. So Jace is one of the few, perhaps the only person I know, who actually graduated with his college degree, his fully credit bachelor's degree, uh, before he actually graduated from high school. Uh, Jace not only did that, which is a pretty spiffy uh, achievement, but he's also the author of a couple of books on history. Um, he is somebody who Uh, In addition to working for Unbound, uh, has a blog and a podcast and talks about a lot of different things. Um, And so I consider Jace a a, one of the deeper people I I know, which means that he has unusually gifted uh, and unusually deep academic skills. And that makes him a great person to talk with us today because we're going to talk about keys to studying with excellence. And we just want to kind of go over some things that we've found over the years makes a difference as you're trying to learn, uh, successfully navigate college. And uh, Jace is particularly adept at that because of his unique um, education and academic background. So let's start with the question that a lot of people ask Jace. And that is, uh, you know, I i have been asked this thousands and thousands of times. There's an underlying sort of insecurity and worry here, but students want to know, is college really harder than high school? In other words, is this just a continuation of the same? Or is this going to be like, I'm going to get there and be like, whoa, I have no idea what they're talking about. So from your experience, what do you think, Jace? Is college harder than high school? And and how do I best prepare for college?
1: I think it, I don't know if I would say it's harder than high school, but I think it definitely requires a different approach than high school. Um, So speaking from my experience, I was homeschooled. And so a lot of um, not only high school, but elementary and middle school was um, reading textbook and taking a quiz, taking a test of some kind. And I think that's, you know, if you're homeschooled or if you go to a public school or private school, I think that's what a lot of high school students are used to is being tested to see if they understand the material that they've been covering and if they actually understand and know what they're supposed to know. And I think when you move into college, there's a different approach that you need to take. And that is that when you get to college, there there is going to be tests. In fact, I did a lot of credit by exam, um, things like CLEPS and DSSTs during my college um, education, but the focus in college, and I, th- I think, and, and you can kind of share your, your perspective and experience on this too, Jonathan. But in my experience, college is a lot more about, um, thinking your own thoughts about these topics, right? So instead of just reading materials and regurgitating that information and passing a test, you are writing papers. You are required to. Understand the topic in such a way, not just to regurgitate it, but really to engage with it and make up your own conclusions about it. And so, I think um, for some people that that's harder, maybe, than uh, just testing. And for other people, that might be easier. Um, I think for me, it was in some ways easier to to write about topics rather than to have to memorize things and, and regurgitate them on a test. So, I think in some ways, it depends on your learning style, but it's a different approach that, and it's a different uh, almost skill set that I think is required for college work than high school work.
0: I think that's right. I think if we summarize that up, I would say that there's much more of an independent learning style in college. And there's a lot more of professors saying, you're going to get out of this what you put into it. Uh, it's not my job to help you be successful. It's my job for to present the material. And then you choose at what level you want to interact with it. The more you interact, the better your results will be. Uh, Both Jason and I were homeschooled, um, and so we have some unique perspective that way. And I know a lot of you who are listening to this are homeschooled as well. So if you're not, uh, these things still apply. But if you are homeschooled, I know there's always kind of an extra trepidation about going into college. And I think I can summarize for both of us as well as my own children's experience. I have two graduates who are engaged in college right now, um, as well as lots and lots of students. Is that homeschooling does uniquely equip you for this because while college is more independent in some ways, uh, it's, it looks a little bit more like the kind of environment that homeschooling has a lot where you, you're sort of responsible for your own education. If so you have been familiar with being responsible for your education, particularly if you were homeschooled in high school. Um, then you'll find college to be a continuation of that with some higher stakes in terms of some more advanced material um, and some bigger responsibilities. Uh, so we offer that as as an encouragement. Um, and I know lots of times I have I homeschool students who are really wondering, does does what I learned in high school apply to college? The base thing here is if you are used to being responsible for your education, you're willing to accept that responsibility and you have the ability to read and learn, you'll do great in college. And so that's kind of some base skills right there. Um, I, this is a question that I don't get asked as a lot because people don't want to come right out and say it. They instead want to approach it from the side. They want to be subtle about it. Uh, which is, how stressed should I be about my GPA? In other words, how 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 much do my grades matter? Now, I can talk about this from an admission standpoint, Jace, but I you know from your standpoint. Uh, How well do you think your GPA, I I know you're a homeschooled student, so you didn't have necessarily a traditional GPA like like a high school student did, but how how much do you think those grades mattered at both levels? How much do you think it made a difference in terms of your college experience, your high school GPA? And then maybe the really bigger question here is, how much difference has your college GPA made in the rest of your life since then?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, Jonathan, from an admissions perspective, because... um, Because I think the answer to your question is it really didn't matter that much. Um, I never had any questions about my high school GPA or my high school transcript when I was um, applying and enrolling in in the college that I graduated from. Obviously, I had to submit a transcript, um, but, you know, my mom put that together and... um, she had resources that she found that that made that a pretty simple process and submitted that. And there weren't any questions about that. Um, graduated from Thomas Edison state university. And so they never really made a fuss about it. And then since then, um, I have applied and, you know, been hired for several different jobs since graduating and none of them really cared about my GPA at all. um, um, and so, The degree itself was was almost kind of an afterthought, much less the GPA. So, yeah, I think for some for some special careers and for maybe some special degree plans, it's it's more of a consideration. But I know from my experience as a history major, it it hardly came up at all.
0: Yeah, there's an awful lot of angst and worry and, and I think unneeded stress when it comes to GPAs. So from an admissions standpoint, and I was the director of admissions for a private college for almost 12 years and have done admissions work for online education as well. Um, I will say that unquestionably a GPA can play a major role in a highly selective school. Few people are going to highly selective schools. And right now that's even very much in question. There's quite a few school systems. All the school systems here where I live right now are granting a full A to any student who completes their work before the end of the semester. It doesn't matter what the work looks like because of the exigencies of COVID and all those kinds of things. As a result, what was already rampant grade inflation across the entire system has gone completely ballistic. And I don't know what it's like to be an admissions director now. And I don't think a GPA hardly means anything. Um, so at the end of the day, I think most people would be very surprised how many schools of the GPA is much lower than you would think and still completely possible to get admitted. GPA plays a bigger role in getting academic scholarships, which is often a a concern for a lot of people. Uh, I don't know what that looks like with COVID, and that might be a really interesting thing to sort of consider. Um, But let's take out, you know, if you're trying to get in the Ivy League, you need to have everything perfect. Uh, If you're trying to get into college outside the Ivy League, most people will be quite shocked at how low a GPA can have and still get admitted. So does it matter to get admitted? Not nearly as much as most people think. Then when you talk about GPA in college, here's the dirty little secret that I think will help a lot of people. Um, if you have an academic future ahead of you, GPA matters a great deal. And that just means if you're going to on, go on and particularly to teach in higher education, do research stuff and all those things, those numbers mean a lot. Uh, it means what kind of master's program you get into and then what kind of PhD program you get into. All that academic work means a lot. Okay, but listen carefully. <laughs> if you do anything else in the world, um, with very few exceptions, that GPA does not mean anything. Like Jace, and I'm a good bit older than he is, um, I have never once been asked about my GPA after I graduated from college. The graduation day at college was the last time my GPA ever meant anything whatsoever. Um, I graduated with a great GPA, it was a 4.0 in my major, I graduated magna cum laude with honors from my college and, and nobody's ever asked, nobody has ever noticed, it's never done anything, it's never had any impact on my jobs, and the only thing it's worth is it sounds cool when I say it right now, which, you know, is fun, but hasn't really had a reality check. Um I've hired Jace and I've hired Ben. I had no idea what the GPAs were. I never asked and never cared. I don't know what the GPAs are of anybody else I've ever hired for any position any company I've ever worked for, nor do I care. It makes not one bit of difference to me, nor have I ever talked to any other executives who have mentioned looking at GPAs. Um, so if that helps you out there, uh, again, there are places where GPAs matter. Those places, it matters a great deal. There are not many places like that, and that's a pretty small little percentage. And for everybody else, you can stop worrying about it. So... All right, well then let's take another question here. And again, this is something we get a lot um, and, and there's basically this stress level. I, there's lots of things I think that there's undue stress for especially young people in our culture these days. And this comes up a lot, like how do I balance uh, life, work, work experience, friends, school, all at the same time? This is that kind of elusive, I think, rainbow unicornish type work-life balance thing. Um, you know, everybody's kind of like, how do I handle all this stuff. So, Jace, I'd say you handled a lot more than most. Uh, You worked some significant hours, uh, did high school and college at the same time and were involved in a lot of, I guess what you call extracurricular activities. Um, You know, so I, you know, I think you could stand next to anybody and say, yeah, I kind of packed a lot into a small period of time. Um, What did that look like? What can you tell us about um, how you balance all those things at the same time as a college student?
1: I think at had a lot to do with just finding a routine and having that routine be flexible enough. So at the time that I was going through college and high school, I was doing kind of dual credit. So um, getting high school and college credit for a lot of the same work. So that was helpful in terms of of balancing the high school and, and college work. Um, at the time, I was working an hourly job at Chick-fil-A. And so with that, the schedule came out every week, and it was a new schedule most of the time. You know, there would be some patterns to it, especially as a homeschool student. I was working a lot of mornings and early afternoons with the day shift crew um, because I was available while everyone else was in school. But there was still a lot of uh, variance as to the hours that I worked. And so part of it was just learning to be flexible and realizing that, um, you know, one morning I might be working and the next morning I might have an evening shift or I might have a day off. And so learning to look at my schedule ahead of time and kind of see when when does it fit best to study or read or, you know, whatever the case may be, do work. So, you know, the the Chick-fil-A work was scheduled. I had to be there at a certain time and couldn't leave until a certain time. And so that was a pretty rigid structured schedule. Um, and so the rest of it was, you know, more or less flexible, um, in terms of college work and high school work and whatnot. Um, I think in, in some ways, maybe people are in the situation where their work is flexible. Uh, maybe they run their own business or they work for a family business or some other situation where they have the flexibility to kind of set their own hours and work when they are able. And so maybe in that case, um, setting some hard and fast, uh, you know, Deadlines for school is a good thing to say. School is going to be the thing that I focus on the most, and then I'm going to fit work in uh, into these other pockets. And so I think just being able to find the flexibility in your schedule, because I'm sure it's there, there's some flexibility somewhere. There's at some point you have uh, control over how you spend your time. And so finding the flexibility in the flexible pockets in your schedule and then using those wisely. Um, so I think my whole approach to time management has also matured a lot since I've graduated. So I can't say that while I was in school, I was a, a time management expert, but I think that that's also something to continue to grow in and, and continue to look at is how am I managing my time? And not that you have to be productive every moment of the day, but you know, finding maybe times of the day when you could be making some progress in school or work or something like that and using that time effectively.
0: Those are all great tips and and great perspective to share with people. Um, I would add sort of a little uh, perspective to this in in that I find that these are the kinds of things that actually make a substantial difference in students' qualitative experience um, in college. You know, like people think the GPAs and SAT scores and whether or not they know this about history uh, are going to be the determinative factors in their college success and then what really turns out to be the determinative factor is actually whether they get stressed out burned out and completely kind of fly apart or where they can actually adapt well into this and i find that that kind of burned out, stressed out has to do with the fact that most people don't actually ask what i consider to be the most important questions and get the perspective they need so let me illustrate this with a quick example um, when I first went to college, I was required in my first English class to write four 500-word essays and a 2,000-word end-of-the-semester essay. There's a fancy word for that. I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, and I thought I was going to die. I thought that was the absolutely most horrific work assignment ever, and there was no chance at all that I was ever going to be able to survive putting together four 500-word essays and a 2,000-word um, final paper. I just it, it scared the living daylights out of me, right? Uh, I majored in a, a major that required a lot of writing in my junior year. My dad was there at the end of the semester and he walked in and he looked beside my computer and he said, Oh, you writing a book? And I said, what? And he said, what is this huge stack of papers? Uh, that semester um, I was required to write 70 uh, and excuse me, I was, I was required to write eight 70 page papers for the classes. that I, had. I just had a really, and, and what was interesting was that I didn't, I didn't see that as a particularly enormous thing to do. Like, I mean, they, they were challenging and I was happy with them when they were over. Uh, but I, I actually had this moment where I was like, Oh my goodness, like that was just kind of normal. And I, I distinctly remember when like one 500 word paper was like a, a week's worth of agony, right? And some of these papers I just knocked out in a, in an evening or a two or over the weekend or a Sunday afternoon right. or whatever. The point is there's an adaptability piece here. And so let me give you permission as a student. When you get into college, you are going to find that you're capable way more than you ever thought you were capable of. And it is your job to immerse yourself in so much stuff until something breaks. That's not doing something wrong. That's finding your limits. Failure is an option and it's not catastrophic. So when you get into college, Yeah, push for as many credits as you can. Yeah, jump into the honor society. Uh, Sign up for as many extra credit as you can handle. Say yes every time your friends ask you to do something. At some point, it's going to be too much. And when it's too much, then you need to sit back and instead of going, oh no, my life fell apart, Instead, you need to get back and say, okay, that was too much. What do I need to cut? What is actually important out of all these things? That is a crucial skill. That's a review component, right? Where you've asked a question and you're willing to take time to think about it and go, okay, I got involved in 27 extra credit activities. Turns out that was too much. Which 15 do I really care about, right? Uh, turns out that I can't take 20 credits in a semester. That was too much. What will nine credits look like next semester, right? Turns out that I can't say yes to everything somebody asked me to do in the week. which friends do I actually care about spending the most time about and what are the kind of experiences I really want to have? Uh, In other words, don't be afraid to push past your limit to find out where your limit is. My prediction is you'll find out your limits are way more flexible and expandable than you think that they are. And that finding those and then having to make some of those trimming decisions – is perhaps the most valuable thing that will happen to you in college. And in the process, uh, you'll use all things that Jace talked about and all things Jace said uh, to be able to learn this time management, those study skills, uh, and do all those things. So, in conclusion, you know, if you walk away with nothing else, um, college is about more independence, uh, more independent study, so accept responsibility for your education. You'll do great in college. Uh, Stop stressing about your GPA unless you happen to want to be a professor, in which case the GPA is something you'll be very excited about. And so just go for it. Right. But the rest of you all just don't worry about it anymore. Uh, and when it comes to balancing all this stuff, uh, listen to the advice that Jace gave you. Go back and replay that section. So was just full of really great stuff. But at the end of the day, don't be afraid to stack stuff on until, until it breaks and then pick up the pieces, put it back together with a better model that works better and you'll be uh, amazed at how much expansion you got, how much more you're capable of, and how much richness doing all those things added to your life. Uh, college is a unique experience. Uh, being able to participate in it at any level, in any form, is a blessing. You're living in a golden age of availability of college and the kinds of possibilities and flexibilities in order to earn that degree. Uh, and if you want to have a really unique college experience, go to beunbound.us we teach a class there called Navigate that takes all the things we talked about here and goes even deeper and teaches students how to make great decisions. It's a really fun class. We don't grade it, so you don't have to worry about your GPA. Um, and we think you'll have a really, a lot of fun with that class, so check that out. Uh, but also check out our Ascend program, which is a projects-based higher education program. There's a completely unique way to earn a college degree or to earn the certifications that you need, or both. Uh, Gain a really unique college experience, a really unique student body, um, and really unique set of skills that will actually equip you to be phenomenally good at the real life that you're actually going to live. Uh, So thanks for your time. Check us out at beyondbound.us, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the future in our Navigate classes or perhaps in the Ascend program. I hope that was useful. I hope if you are a student listening to this, that demystified some of that college studying questions that you might have. Uh, I can still remember being absolutely terrified of college and the academics in college and what that was going to look like. So I hope this gave you some perspective that's useful. If you're a parent, I hope this gave you some perspective information that's useful for you to share with your student. Uh, or maybe some better ways to look at studying and um, how you can do that better and what you can expect when it comes to academics at the college level and how to kind of put those things in perspective and think about them in maybe a new way and I hope in a more useful, helpful way. Once again, uh, please visit BeUnbound.us to learn about our sin program where we teach you some great study skills and we teach you uh, how to uh, put those into use in a way that actually makes a difference and will help you do the kinds of things you need to do to be really successful in life. Uh, Ascend is our projects-based education program. Uh, Enrollment is open now through the spring uh, for the class this fall, and we'd love to have you be a part of that class. So check it out at beunbound.us. Thanks for joining us here on the Be Unbound podcast. We will talk to you next week.